The world presents different appearances according as our states of consciousness differ. What we see when we are identified with a state, the world presents different appearances according as our states of consciousness differ. What we see when we are identified with a state cannot be seen when we are no longer fused with it. By state is meant all that man believes and consents to as true. No idea presented to the mind can realize itself unless the mind accepts it. It depends on the acceptance, the state with which we are identified, how things present themselves. In the fusion of imagination and states, is to be found the shaping of the world as it seems. The world is a revelation of the states with which imagination is fused. It is the state from which we think that determines the objective world in which we live. The rich man, the poor man, the good man, the thief is what they are by virtue of the states from which they view the world. On the distinctions between these states depends on the distinction between the worlds of these men. Individually, so different is the same world. It is not the action and behavior of the good men that should be matched, but his point of view. Other reforms are useless if the inner state is not changed. Success is gained not by imitating the outer actions of the successful, but by right inner actions and inner talking. If we detach ourselves from a state, and we may at any moment, the conditions and the circumstances to which that union gave being vanished. It was in the fall of 1933 in New York City that I approached Abdullah, with a problem. He asked me one simple question. What do you want? I told him that I would like to spend the winter in Barbados, but that I was broke. I literally did not have a nickel. If you will imagine yourself in Barbados, said he, thinking and viewing the world from that state of consciousness instead of thinking of Barbados, you will spend the winter there. You must not concern yourself with the ways and means of getting there. For the state of consciousness of already being in Barbados, if occupied by your imagination, will devise the means best suited to realize itself. You must imagine yourself right into the state of your fulfilled desire, Abdullah told me, and fall asleep viewing the world from Barbados. Neville Goddard awakened imagination. So by the way, oftentimes people ask me what should I read from Neville. How many times do I notice uh, followers of teachers who are Neville Goddard students? But which followers, it's obvious, they have never read Neville because they ask questions that Neville answers, right? And me and other people following Neville and having learned from Neville, we are not special. 
the, the reason we know what we know is because we've read Neville. So interestingly, you see those followers of some pretty good teachers of the law, but they are forgetting that it's okay to follow someone like me and others who may be talking to you in a more modern terms, but you should, guys, you should definitely read Neville Goddard's work. So usually when people ask me what should I read from Neville, I say feeling is the secret, the law and the promise and the power of awareness. But as I was rereading this beautiful book and short book, Awakened Imagination, I was thinking, oh my God, how many people need to read this? They just haven't read it yet. So please, guys, when you get the chance, or rather make it a priority to read this very easy to understand and short book from Neville, Awakened Imagination. It's in this collection. You know, if you go on Amazon, you can grab the collection of the 10 books from Neville. And that would be one of the best things you've ever done. Ask any of the Neville Goddard students that you follow on YouTube or anywhere else, and they will tell you the same thing. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into our topic here. So the topic here, it's to understand two things that are controlling right now your very life, what we call life, which is your imagination and the state that you embody. And the state that you are embodying, it's worked on, so to speak, in your imagination. As Neville says here, it depends on the acceptance, the state with which we are identified, how things present themselves. In the fusion of imagination and states is to be found the shaping of the world as it seems. The world is a revelation of the states in which imagination is fused. So basically, when people are saying, how do I shift state? How do I go from the state of not having my desire to the state of having my desire? This is done in imagination. But you have to understand something that I notice most followers of any Neville Goddard student or any manifesting teacher, most people in this community misunderstand imagination with visualization. If you misunderstand that, remember one very, very easy, easy little trick that's going to help you. A blind person who is blind from birth does not have any whatsoever image, visual, in their mind, right? But do they not have imagination? Of course they do, okay? So visualization is just one part, one part of imagination. It's not all. It's just one small part, as a matter of fact. Even people who can see very well, like you and me, if you can see, 
you do not only imagine in images. Okay? So, when we use our imagination, it's our inner world. And it includes everything. It includes our thoughts, our ideas, what we hear, what we sense, what we feel. All of it, all of that, and maybe some things I'm forgetting right now, is part of our imagination. So when we want to embody a state, we use our imagination. And sure, we can use visual, right? Especially if you are a very visual person. But you need to understand that it's only one part of your imagination. So, let's say I want to imagine that I am wealthy. And right now, like Neville says here in what I've just read, I don't even have an eagle, right? How do I do this? Well, I use my imagination. And my imagination is my inner world, okay? It has nothing whatsoever to do with the world of senses, which is the 3D world, right? The physical world. So I go in my imagination and the best way to start would be to sit down or lie down and close your eyes. But not only, we also imagine all throughout the day as we walk around, okay? And I'll talk about that some more, maybe in some other podcast. But let's say you want to start closing your eyes, so sitting or lying down and closing your eyes, and you ask yourself the question, how would I feel right now? How would I walk around? How would people see me? How would I perceive things differently if I had a lot of money, if I was wealthy? And then it's your job to create that feeling, whether you use visual, audio, any senses, any feeling, any sensation, anything, it would be your job to find out how you would feel if you were wealthy. And now if you tell me, well, I don't know how it feels because I've never been wealthy, I would answer you. You would not want it if you didn't know at least a little bit how it feels. Because as humans, I promise you, we do not want what we don't know how it feels. We would not care one bit of having anything we have no idea how it feels. Okay? So, when you answer, I don't know how it feels, you're lying to yourself. And usually... That liar is called the ego, right? That's your ego that says, oh, you've never been wealthy. You don't know how it feels. Oh, you've never been in a relationship. You don't know how it feels. That's a lie. Don't listen to your little liar, which is called your ego. Your ego is lying to you saying, oh, you don't know how it feels. You never had that. Not true. Because first of all, as God of your reality, you already know everything And any desire that you have, you already have it. And you're meant to have it. That's why you have the desire. So you know very well, even if you don't know it on the surface, maybe. You've convinced yourself that you don't know it on the surface. 
you know it deep down. You already know how it feels, right? So once you shut that ego self up a little bit, tell him, shut up, ego. I know how it feels because if I did not know how it feels, I would not want it to start with. So you close your eyes and you imagine while cutting off all logical mind, by the way, all the senses, as Neville always said, when you go in imagination, you are supposed to cut off the world of senses completely like it doesn't exist. Okay. So you go in imagination as the creator that you are, as the creator of your reality that you are. And you imagine and feel that you are that which you want. And guess what? You may not be doing it well the first time, the second time, the third time. But the more you do it, the more you'll get better at it. Guys, anything that we do in this world, we were not good at it at first. It doesn't matter what it is. Talking, walking doing anything that you know how to do today, you were not born knowing how to do it, right? Riding a bicycle, driving a car, you name it. You were not born knowing how to do it. And if you remember well, when you started, you sucked at it, right? We all did. But what happened? We practiced. We practiced. We practiced. And it is through practice that we became better and better until sometimes we became very good to expert at it. So that's exactly the same thing with your imagination. You may not be good at it right now, but you need to practice. Don't take the excuse, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm just going to leave it alone. Well, if you leave it alone, you are going to imagine still, but on autopilot by default and keep on reaping the things that you do not want. So it's a must, as Neville explains in many of his books, it's a must that you become master of your own imaginal acts because they are creating anyway. Right? So you better get better at it if you want to change your life. If you are okay with your current circumstances, then that's fine. You don't need to do anything, all right? But if you're not, that's when you need to get on your horses and start mastering that muscle called imagination. Because remember, you are always imagining something. Lately, a handful of clients came to me telling me in detail that they were imagining. Sure, they were imagining perfectly, right? But what were they imagining? They were imagining the exact opposite, the exact opposite of what they wanted. So guys, please don't do that. You see, you still imagine. You can't stop imagining you'll be imagining as long as you breathe so catch yourself when you are imagining the unwanted that's imagination so whether or not you are using your visual you know very well how to imagine already except that you are imagining exactly what you don't want 
And this is why you have to control your imaginal acts. You have to control your imagination. Whether or not you close your eyes and do your imaginal act while you are in a meditative state, you are always imagining. So start imagining on purpose rather than by default and start to imagine that you are the person that you want to be. And never, never, never imagine from having a problem. I know a lot of you are doing this. You are imagining from your problem when you should always imagine from the solution. So when Neville came to Abdullah and told him, okay, I don't have a nickel, but I want to spend my winter in Barbados. What did Abdullah tell him? Did he tell him? Well, think about Barbados while you are miserable in New York and poor. Just think about Barbados over there. You know, oh, that would be nice. Did he say that? No. He said, okay. Then imagine yourself being in Barbados. Think from there. Think from being in Barbados. And the reason why Neville, after a few complaints, and after Abdullah slammed the door on his face a couple of times, Neville got it. He really finally got the message and started imagining himself sleeping, not in his bed in New York, but in his bed in Barbados. Not walking on the streets of New York, but walking on the streets of Barbados. So eventually, he did manifest going to Barbados. And if you don't know the whole story, please go read it, because there's so much you can learn from that story alone. So no matter what you are imagining, no matter what you are manifesting, you need to imagine that you already are the person who has their desire. Whether it's money, whether it's health, whether it's a relationship, or anything else. You need to become in imagination, regardless of what your circumstances in the 3D are telling you. Regardless of that. You need to imagine from within that you are that person. And when you do this over and over, you are going to start embodying the state of being that person. And the state of being someone, trust me, it has nothing to do with your current circumstances. As a matter of fact, when I read this sentence that I've just read you a few minutes ago, Other reforms are useless if the inner state is not changed. When I read that sentence, it reminded me when I had inherited a nice little amount of money, but back in the days where I was poor in my state, I was broke in my state, and I didn't know back then how to shake off a state. So while I had that money, while I had that nice number, when I looked at my bank account, the state of being poor was still present. So guess what? In just four years, I managed to 
get rid of all the money and actually ended up worse even than when I started. Why? Because while I had the money, the state was not matching. So it is very true what Neville says here, that unless your inner world is matching the change that you want to have, even if the change happens somehow before you manage to change within, well, what you are within will always win. So if for some reason you manifested some money, you inherited money because someone close to you died and you inherited that money, which is totally possible even if you are in a sucky state of being poor, which happened to me. But that state eventually will have to get rid of the money because it's the state that matters. But the other way around is as true. If you do not have the money yet in the 3D, but you manage to embody the state of being wealthy regardless of your 3D circumstances, then that money has to come. It has to come. It's law. And the law works with those two things, imagination and states. And it's the same thing for everything else. Again, relationship, wealth, health, anything. When you embody the state from within of being the person who is that, well, that has to show up, has to materialize in your physical world. Thank you for listening, guys. This was a very long podcast, and I'm going to actually post it on YouTube as well, on my YouTube channel, where you will be able to read along with me the long quote from Neville that I've read at the beginning of this podcast. If you want coaching, you can find my link. You can find my site, Manifesting with Sylvian, under this podcast under all my videos and online by just googling manifesting with sylvian thank you for listening guys and as always i truly appreciate you <music>